Syndicate, fool. Uh, who remember that OG Ice T? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for listening to FarsideTV.com. You are locked in the Side Life Radio. I'm your host, Adisa the Bishop, aka the Black Dragon of the West Side, aka Zato Ichi, 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 aka the South Bay Shogun. You know who it is, a.k.a. the Iron Hook Assassin, a.k.a. the Black Cortez Killer. Ain't nobody triller than me, homeboys and girls. Bishop Chronicles is the world's first podcast giving you West Coast perspectives on hip-hop, MMA, and health and fitness trends. Ain't nobody out there lacing your cranium with this here vibranium like Adisa the Bishop. And that's me. Oh, no, no, no. So you can be down now or you can bow down later because the West Coast, oh, geez, we stay greater, greater, greater. But thank you for tuning in today. If this is your first time listening, understand. This may not be the best thing, but it's show enough. But it's show enough is the West thing. I said it's show enough, show enough, show enough, show enough, show enough is the West thing. Yeah. So listen, man, you know what time of the show it is. It's that time for you to subscribe on Mixcloud or subscribe on Spotify or subscribe on iTunes or subscribe on Libsyn. Come on, man. Lock it in. Leave a comment for the OGs. We need it. The army is growing. The BCP family. The Bishop Chronicles podcast family. The BCP family. It's coming together. We rising. But I need you to help me. You know what I'm saying? Help me help us. Help each other. This is, you know what I'm saying? It's reciprocity. It's reciprocity right now. I need you to do that for me. I need you to do that for me. Uh, Mike needs it too, man. We out here struggling in the cut. Um, Man, I'm hella juiced right now. I hope that you're having a blessed day. And I hope that your blessed day goes on forward into a blessed week. You know what I'm saying? Um, Man, what is really going on in the world right now? What's really going on is I need you to pass this show, this episode, off to one other person. Pass it on to one other person. By the way, hella props I've been getting for the last podcast with Fab, man. Crazy. Thank you. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? That's what's going on in the world. Black Friday. People said Black Friday was kind of weak. Did you go? I never go out because I ain't trying to get trampled. I ain't trying to fight old ladies for kids' dolls. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get jacked in the in the in the parking lot for for a new PS4, bro. So how did y'all do it? Man, I'm just marinated, bro. First of all, I don't have a lot of money like that. Second of all, I can get a lot of my stuff online. Amazon, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um Black Friday? Nah. I did, however, get my turkey on. I did, however, get that mac and cheese. I did, however, get them greens. I did, however, get that pumpkin pie. I did, however, get that cake with the whipped cream and the strawberries on it. Ooh, yeah. 
But the main thing was I got to kick it with people I love, people that care about me, people I care about. And if you got that cracking, the food part is just icing on the cake, man. It's about that camaraderie. It's about that marination. It's about that connectivity. You know what I'm saying? If you missed the FAB show or the one before the Thanksgiving show, you should still listen to the Thanksgiving show because that still deals with Christmas type stuff because we're still dealing with family. Check that out. That's what me and my man, Uncle Damien Speaks, at Uncle Damien Speaks. Look up my player partner. And now it is time for Heartbeat Props. Heartbeat Props are the part where we reach out and give shouts out to people we care about who live in right now. So I'm about to give some props and what I want you to do. All right. What you're going to do is you're going to call three people. You're going to call them, not text them. You're going to call them. You're going to set the clock for five minutes and talk to them about why you appreciate them. Not just be, oh, man, you my play partner, man. You my dog. You know what I'm saying? We hella cool, man. Oh, yeah, you know, you my own girl. You know what I'm saying? We used to go to school together. I want you to tell them specifically what they've done that makes you care about them. Because once people pass, you can't tell them. You understand? So uh, first heartbeat props are going out to Dr. David Timoney at Dr. T-I-M-O-N-Y, Timoney. Uh, He's been a supporter of HHCF for many years. He is a professor at Delaware Valley University. He is uh, a jujitsu player. He is an incredible soul. And you know what he's really done? He's lost a lot of weight. And let me tell you, okay, Dr. Timoney at Dr. Timoney. You can can follow him on IG. Man, he's lost at least thirty pounds, dude. Thirty pounds. What I want you to do is know, Dr. Timoney, that you inspire me, and you've been a great supporter. So I appreciate you for your support. But watching you cut the weight and get healthy has definitely inspired me. If you want to know how he did it, you need to follow that man, and you need to hit him up and ask him. Let him tell you himself. And quite honestly. He knows so much about hip hop and heavy metal. Me being a black suburban, I know about both. Me and him hella vibe. So you need to rock with Dr. Timoney immediately. Props to you, sir. Next up is my Uncle Emerson, man. My Uncle Emerson, he got sick recently. He fell. He had to go in for a surgery. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's been kind of a slow recovery. But I love you, Uncle Emerson, man. You know, like of all my family members, you know, um, You've always been supportive. You have always been hella cool. We have never had an argument, not even a weird vibe. And I want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. And I am praying every day, every day, I pray for your quick recovery. And I hope we can hang out soon and get some barbecue cracking for real, because I love you. And you are a fantastic father, fantastic husband. You've been a great model of a man for me since I was super young. And I appreciate you. Much love. My final heartbeat props are going to Chad Fred Lott at Chad Fred Lott with two T's. You know what he did? He made a sick Bishop Chronicles meme. If you go to at bishopchronicles.com, you already know you're going to see crazy, crazy uh, memes that I've been putting together. And I've been getting props for my memes. Thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? Why can I make memes so good? Thank you for asking. It's because I'm a roaster, dog. You think you can grow up looking like Urkel and not learn how to roast? I was Urkel before Urkel. That's how Urkel I am, bro. It's bad out here. So when you're getting roasted all the time, you got to know how to roast. And all making memes are, it's just roasting with pictures, bro. That's why I be getting fools. 
heartbeat props to you, sir, for supporting Bishop Chronicles. Go to his page and follow him. This dude's been trying to read a hundred books through the year, and I think he's almost there. He reads a lot of different kind of books that are dope. You need to check him out at Chad Fred Lot with two T's. And now it's time for the West Coast Word of the Week. Today's West Coast Word of the Week is Fidna. F-I-N-N-A. Fidna. As in, I'm fitting to go to the store and get me, you know what I'm saying, that new green apple Fanta soda. What? I'm finna go with you. Boom. Fitna. You just got laced. You're welcome. And now I'm going into the part where I tell you to go to Amazon.com right now and go get Bobby Bruce and the Bronx, the secrets of hip hop chess. Bobby Bruce and the Bronx, the secrets of hip hop chess. You need that book in your life. Look, these few episodes as we get through December, Closing out 2019 as we head toward 2020, everything is about being better, being stronger mentally, physically, spiritually, okay? Stronger, better, improved men, all right? And so as part of that, for the last few episodes, I've been doing one... um, Worksheet from my book, Bobby Bruce and the Bronx, The Secrets of Hip Hop Chess by me, Adisa the Bishop on Amazon right now. Cop it. You can get it Kindle. You can get it um, paperback, right? Get it for yourself. Get it for somebody you love for real, right? Because we can't expect to change our situation if we're not willing to change ourselves. And we can't want better things for our friends if we don't give them new information, They got to get new information so they can do new things so they can get to new places. And the same is true for yourself. Same is true for me. So right now I'm going to read Worksheet 11. This is one of the most, um, people love this one. That's what I'll say. Okay. It's called Embrace the Battle, How Your Enemies Improve You. This is a real thing. People don't think about this. This deals with haters, how you process the hate that people give you in a positive way and turn it around to make it work for you. Embracing the battle, how your enemies improve you. A few worksheets back, we talked about haters. They exist. Enemies are real. You should know that there are people who do not want you to succeed. Jealousy, envy, greed, and the quest for power are all real elements of the human being, including you. But so is the ability to master these emotions. Strategic historian and philosopher Robert Greene tells us that the word enemy comes from the Latin root word enemicus, not a friend. Everybody is not your friend, and that's okay. But others actively seek your demise, your downfall. This is okay too, but they must be dealt with. And I don't mean dealt with like gangsters. There's no need to clash with every person who seeks to contend with you. One of the best lessons Bruce Lee ever taught was in the movie Enter the Dragon, when he taught the art of quote unquote fighting without fighting to a bully on a boat. Go watch that movie, Enter the Dragon. It's at the very beginning. Understand that just as much as your enemy reveals about themselves as they go after you, Your actions reveal who you are 
when you respond. If your enemy acts like a savage, then what good does it do to outdo them in savagery to prove them wrong? If in your clash with them, you are underhanded, if you are cruel after your victory and arrogant with your winnings, you've told the world more about you than your opponent. Our enemies purify our true selves. In jiu-jitsu and chess, people are taught the proper etiquette of shaking hands before and after a match. You do it at the beginning and the end. This is because there should be emotional content, as Bruce Lee put it, but there should never be hatred or raw emotion spilling all over the mat or the board. In karate and judo, they have an age-old tradition of bowing. While many Americans and other Western-minded people often first see this as a sign of weakness or outright foolishness, there's a deep wisdom in it. Jigoro Kano, the founder of judo, taught that you bow. The reason you bow is to thank your opponent for improving you. Without them, there is nothing to accomplish. You can't throw yourself. You can't box yourself. You can't play chess against yourself. It's only the opponent that improves you. So when your opponent approaches, don't be angry. Give thanks for having someone to improve you. Step in and do your work. Do your work. And so the three questions right now you got to ask yourself, you can write these down, right? Number one, can you remember a competition from any time in your life where you won? And what did you learn? That's question number one. Can you remember a competition from any time in your life where you won and what did you learn? Question two, now write down a session you learned from a loss. Which was more valuable, the lesson you won from the loss or the win and why? And now I want you to commit to playing a sport or a game that challenges you for you. And what do you hope to learn from it? So what I'm telling you is, especially as we get older, a lot of times we fall off because like, you know, how many times you talk to people that used to play basketball, that used to play softball, that used to do volleyball, that used to wrestle, that used to whatever, right? I used to love playing Uno. I used to love, you know what I'm saying? Get out there. Get back into it. You got to have a creative outlet. I know you remember a few shows back. I think it was the second interview with Dr. Pete. And he talked about the importance of people doing creative things to cultivate their higher selves, right? And that when he found that people were physically ill, one of the main things he told them, he asked them was, well, what do you do for fun? What is your creative outlet? I'll tell you something I've been taking up, calligraphy. I used to love doing calligraphy back in the day, totally fell off. Now I'm back at it. I got some calligraphy books from my man, Wes, shout out to Wes. Um, and I got some pens and I'm, I'm starting to write again. This dope. Now, you might think that's horrible and boring. That's fine. What do you want to do? Maybe you want to do something new. Maybe you did calligraphy and now it's time for you to do a sport. Maybe you did sports and now it's time for you to do coding. I don't know. Jump into something that's creative for you. Singing. Who knows? But do it. And step your whole vibration up through doing it, you know? And now it is time for what is quickly becoming my favorite part of the show. The jujitsu haiku of every episode. However, I'm flipping it yet again. 
I've got a haiku for chess. Mm. Now, as you know, Mike always provides. Mike Realm, you know, can we just give him a round of applause? Golf clap, everyone. Um, the haiku is a Japanese poem, and Mike gives me, you know, he gives me ocean sounds. He gives me animal sounds, right? Harps, you know, flutes. This chess one, man, I, I, I don't know, Mike. This this is going to be a hard one. Um, a haiku is a three-line Japanese poem. The first sentence is five syllables. The second sentence is seven syllables. And the third is five. So it's five, seven, five. And this is my chess haiku that I write after I play a game, whether I win or I lose. I, I write a haiku based on the game. Ready? Here we go. Mike, you just do you. You can you can do old school traditional Japanese flutes and harps, or you can do taiko drums, or you know what I'm saying, uh nature sounds, bro. You know what I'm saying? I trust you, dog. It's all you. Here we go. <clears throat> the chess haiku by Adisa the Bishop. Standing my ground here. This is not a time for fear. We'll both be bleeding. Remember, haikus do not have to rhyme. Many of mine do, but they don't have to. Here we go, one more time. Take it from the top, from the time. Standing my ground here. This is not a time for fear. We'll both be bleeding. That's what I'm talking about, okay? Classic Japanese poetry, boy. You write one, post it on my page at Bishop Chronicles. I love haikus. I don't care whether they're religious. I don't care whether they're about sports. I don't care whether they're about inspiration. I love haikus. Send me yours at Bishop Chronicles. Post it on my page, bro. I want the world to see it. Share it. And now we're going to talk about some random hip-hop news. I don't know if you saw but right, and speaking about Black Friday and business, I gotta give a shout out to my homie from way back, Master P. He got this new shoe line called Money Yachties. Have you seen these? These shoes are dope. Oh my God. I'm loving these shoes. I'm loving these shoes. He's a businessman, probably one of the best businessmen ever, right? Maybe second to Jay Z. But he predates Jay-Z. I'm sure if you talk to Jay-Z, he would tell you that he was inspired by Master P, right? Master P used to live out here. I did one of the first big interviews on him for Rap Pages magazine back in the day um, before he had the clothing line, before all that. In fact, he got inspired to do his clothing line from my boy Gerard Spinks, a.k.a. GDS, at Underground Millie on IG because he had a clothing line called Tribe Zulu back in the day. And then that's when Master P decided he was doing No Limit. And for real, beautiful stuff. But Master P got these new shoes called Money Yachties. And I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't tried them on. I don't know how they feel. I do know they look fantastic. They look high quality. But there's a branding guy in me. My background is in you know, public relations and marketing communications. And I got to be honest. The name of the shoes. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good name. Money Yachties. Y-A-T-T-I's. Money Yachties. 
here's how I feel. And again, dude, did you see the Lakers ones? He's got these ones that look like these Lakers colors. Hella hard. So I'm not fronting on the shoe. I need to be clear about that. But here's the deal. Putting the word money in the name of the brand to me is no good. Like for real. If you think about Gucci, you think about Fendi, right? You think Paddock, right? They say money by how they look. They don't say money in their name. And then the Yachty, Y-A-T-T-I. I don't know why he chose that name. I'm just saying the Yachty sounds like you trying to like make something sound extra European, make something sound extra like Italian or whatever. And what I think might be doper is to start a clothing line of high class with an African name. And don't tell me that people can't say it. Don't tell me that people won't remember it. Don't tell me that because they do it all the time. What I'm saying is if we're going to start having brand names that stand out, they should come from our homeland. If we're going to start having brand names that have a cultural strength in their cornerstone, then we have to start using these kinds of names. I'll give you an example. And I'm just going off the top, Brosif. I met someone, a woman named Cairo. Cairo. That's a dope name for a brand. What? Yeah, I got them new Cairos, boy. Come on, man. Especially as big as Egyptian sciences and hip hop. You could ride that all day. You could ride that all day. Everybody loves the Egyptians. Everybody loves the comedic people. Okay? That's all that I'm saying. Or what if you took one of the names from, from the movie Black Panther, bruh? I got them T'Challa Sevens. Right? The girls got those uh, Okoyes. What? I got the pink Okoyes. Yeah, girl, they don't. Okoyes is a what? That's what I'm talking about. We got to start loving our own names. We got to start loving our own heritage. And we got to put that into our products. I want Money Yachty to win as a brand because I always want Master P to win. And I think he's winning. I mean, when I looked at the videos on IG and stuff, if you follow his page, it looked like people are checking out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, all in all, whether you Master P or not, if you're thinking about a brand name, I want you to start thinking about African names African culture. Let's stop telling ourselves that African things are too confusing. Nobody will get it. Nobody will like it. Nobody will want it. They've been wanting it ever since we stepped foot on this land against our will. And they're going to want it until we don't exist anymore. So until that time, let's use our name. Let's be proud of it. Let's Let's incorporate it into the brands that we build. And let's win together with it. Other than that, boy, uh, what else? Did you see this crazy thing? They were talking about NBA young boy had a pinata party and he put uh, Fredo Bang's face on a pinata and fools was beating on it. <laughs> and Fredo Bang was hella mad, bro. I was kind of rolling. I thought that was funny. I heard they got real beef and they might be they might squab. Um, if you don't know NBA young boy, bro, you already tripping. He's huge. Videos like House Arrest Tings, 57 million views. Slime Mentality, 128 million views. 
uh, Fred Bang, he got his track called Pain Made Me Numb, Cap A Lot, and Face Down. And then this track, uh, is it called Ooh? Bangman Challenge, 23 million views. I know all you OGs be like, man, I don't care about these young bros. Listen, 23 million views, bro. A lot. That's a lot. Um, Check some of their music out. Anyway, if you're an OG from the South, you might want to look in on these youngsters because word is they want to squab. I don't want it to get stupid. All right? If you're an OG, you have a responsibility to help the young people do better than you. So if you're from their hoods and you have access to them, you better do something. I heard a scholar once say that um, God doesn't hold you responsible for changing the world. You're only held responsible for your sphere of influence. All right? You ain't got to be MLK and Malcolm X. You ain't got to be Mandela. You ain't got to be Desmond Tutu. Okay? You ain't got to be Muhammad Ali. You're responsible for your sphere of influence. And if these youngsters is talking about getting at each other, it's only a matter of time before it gets out of hand quick. So if you are OG in your vicinity and they're within reach, you need to hit them up. You need to hit them up. Because if it gets stupid off wax, it's always weak. Unless they box or get in the cage one time. <laughs> Shout out to all my family in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, Monroe, Louisiana. Now I'm being stupid. <laughs> For real, that's where my family's from. I'm just hella suburban. Forgive me. So anyway, music-wise, what am I listening to? You know what? I can't lie. I've been I've been playing my own list on Spotify. I got a, I got a list of things, list of tracks called Alpha Jams. That's what I work out to. We just been listening to that. Although I ain't been working out, I just been eating crazily all week. No intermittent fasting, no nothing. Uh, and I have another list I make called Mellow Mellow Rhymes. You know, just down tempo beats, all kinds of genres. You know what I'm saying? All little little generations of hip hop. Um, watching. Watching Joe Rogan's funny stand-up on Netflix. Hella funny. I don't even remember what it was called. But if you see whatever he's got out did this year, hella funny. I met Joe Rogan once, hella years ago. Me, him, Eddie Bravo, and uh, Joey Coco Diaz hanging out at the Cobb's Comedy Club. Hilarious. And Tate Fletcher. It was great. Joe Rogan was great. What am I reading? I'm reading Zen Bow and Zen Arrow. By John Stevens. It's about the mentality of archers. You know, archers obviously have to be super focused. This book is dope. It's hella thin. If any of you can start reading a book at the beginning of 2020, let it be Zen Bow, Zen Arrow by John Stevens. I actually saw that on the shelf of uh, Imam Daoud Yassin over at uh, Zaytuna College. And he reads amazing books. So I went ahead and copped it. And it's great. It's great. You need to cop it. Finally, on the health tip, I want you to remember that during, like I just said, during the holidays, you're probably going to eat more than you should. You're going to have more sweets than you should, whatever. That's fine. Try to have some control, some moderation. All right. But don't be hard on yourself. And don't be like, man, I suck because I gained weight. Or, man, look, I'm supposed to be fresh in 2020 and I just had hella cake, man. This is weak. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, this is the time that happens. It's cold. There's extra food everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Have some sense of control. Don't be a, a, an animal. 
right? You can still eat sensibly. I still eat sensibly. I'm just taking a little bit more than I know that I should. All right? And so don't be hard on yourself. Trust yourself and be disciplined coming right out. Because like, for instance, uh, now that Thanksgiving's over, I'm going back to my regimen straight up like stick, man. You ever listen to that song? Back on my regimen. You need to look that up. S-T-I-C. Boy, I'm getting swole like took you with it, right? Just go back to your regimen. Don't trip. Don't be hard on yourself. It's that time of year. Once we get to the new year, then you can jump in with both feet. You can jump in with both feet right now. I'm just saying don't be hard on yourself, all right? And just drink extra water, homie, and tea and whatnot. Anyway, long story short, this, if you loved the Fab interview, you're going to love this one here. With my man at Dr. Postalot, Dr. Postalot, follow the homie. He basically runs a lot of accounts for amazing hip hop people. All right, some of them are for OG hip hop artists like MC Light. Some of them are for events, right? Like big hip hop events. He's gonna help you get your IG. Figured out. He's going to help you get your Twitter figured out, your Facebook figured out. We're going to talk about it, but we're also really going to talk about hip hop's influence on social media. A lot of stuff we already forgot about MySpace. A lot of stuff we already forgot about Worldstar. A lot of stuff we forget about YouTube, how all this stuff can work together. Now, you heard FAB on the last show just tell you how he started really leveraging social media for his brand Dope Era. If you sleeping on that episode, you need to go back to it. And this is how you can start to cultivate your social media much more stronger. All right. This is Dr. Postalot. It's about to be dope. Final shouts out to Dream Brand at Dream with a J and at PrideClothing.co. Both brands are amazing. PrideClothing.co. Dope where it comes to like jujitsu and hip hop coming together. Both brands are dope. Listen to this interview. Embrace it. Tighten your social media up. Enjoy these holidays. Follow these uh, brands. Follow at Bishop Chronicles and pay really close attention to these next four episodes because we got to go into 2020 swinging and on point, not slipping. Here we go. Peace to the planet Earth. You know what it is. Adisa Banjoko chilling in the building. You know what I'm saying? And I always try to bring you the dopest people, right? I never try to bring you anybody average. And sometimes you know who they are and sometimes you don't. And when you don't, it's because you need to, or you know them, but don't know that you know them. So I'm bringing you somebody who's really dope, someone I've been going back and forth with forever on social media, but then we 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 actually kicked it and hung uh, about a year or two ago when, when we started working on the... Um, on the on the respect hip hop style and, and and wisdom thing and you know that brought us closer and we just kept building and so now I finally got him on the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Postalot. Damn, what up, what up, what up, everybody? How are you, man? Welcome to Bishop Chronicles. Thanks, How you living? Thank you, good, good. Right on, Nadisa. Thank you for having me. This is, I'm like right on. This is dope. So for you know, here's the truth. A lot of you know Doctor Postalot's work if you be on Twitter and IG. Um, he represents a lot of dope people from a lot of different parts of the music industry online. I mean, um, I don't even, I mean, he's been doing it since the hyphy era. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's, you know, when I first really became aware of him. But like I said, the hyphy was a crazy time, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> I was promoting, you know, I was promoting um, 
Hyphy Juice. Remember when Hyphy Juice first? Oh came hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was the, I was I was I was the PR guy. Man, Grapple, Grape and Apple. What a flavor. Yes. It was so good, bro. Yes. Do they still um It have... still exists. Right. Yeah, he sold it off. Okay. So they they sold it off and it, it's still out. They got they got grapple and some other like lemonade nice. flavor that's supposed to be popping. Uh, you remember that other one that came out? Um a hundred racks? Yeah. Do they still have that I don't one? think hundred racks made no it. No more? Yeah, I don't think hundred racks made like, it. Like not for nothing. <laughs> Back in the day when when we when that was that when that came out, yeah. That was like the excellent man. Mixer. Yeah, it was, was great. Like, Those the, were good times. The hyphy juice was good too, because but it was a tad sweet, a tad sweet. But that's why I liked it because I'm a sweet tooth kind of dude. Oh, yeah, so to yeah, me, yeah. it was like drinking an apple Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yes, it was. Right, definitely. It was like if you put if you put like yes. an apple Jolly Rancher in a Seven Up. Right, right, right. You feel me? Was, you, you hit it off the mark. It was hella good, bro. It was hella good. I, I had cases of that, Joel. Boy, yeah. you know what I mean? I actually want, yeah. Do they have merch? I actually wouldn't, man, some merch is. Yeah, they're slipping. They need mm-hmm. to make merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, let's talk a little bit about who, some of the people that you've worked with to uh, help them build their social media status and, okay. and, 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 and presence. Yeah, okay. So, man, whoo. Yeah, the hyphy movie, man. How long ago was the hyphy movie now? Like, like 2003, three, something like that, right? So it was over almost 15, over yeah, 15 years. it was a while years. ago, blood. Wow. Or was that later? Was that more like nine, seven, like six and seven? That might tripping. have been the pre. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was on its way. <laughs> I think it hit hard. I think it hit hard around five, six, seven. Yeah, I think that was the window. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah five. I think yeah. five, six, seven was yeah. the window That's for high feet. That was kind of like when I first, um, um, around like the MySpace time, right? Mm-hmm. That's around exactly. MySpace. Yeah, um, they had the other uh, social networks uh, prior, like the Black Planets. And yeah, 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 all of that. But then MySpace kind of like. Whoa, you know what I mean? Like you that can listen to level, music. Bro. Um, you can cre- you can um shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Yeah, Tom is Tom is all it, Tom is with us. <laughs> For real. <laughs> nah, but yeah, so like around that time, um um I was on MySpace and they had that particular um function on MySpace on top of um um, creating your profile and mm-hmm. making it dope, um, having a music player so mm-hmm. you can add music. Um, they had what they were, the bulletin boards. Yep. And um, so what I would do was I would, like, all the like cool stuff I would see, I would post it on the bulletin board because, you know, it was, like, getting broadcast mm-hmm. to, like, all the peoples you was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I was just doing that or whatever, and... Um, so people was like, "What are you doing?" This was prior to like me knowing what was what anything. you what the impact was. But even, the impact, really. right? Until I had got um, I had got a message um, from uh, Spicy Mama T of Spicy Promotions, okay. in San Francisco, and you know I'm over there in um, Hercules, right. over Richmond, all right. that. And, Hercules um, in East Bay, y'all. in the East Bay, yup. And um, I get a message talking about. What do you do? Like, right. like you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I do, I promote clubs in the city mm. or whatever. But your name keeps on popping up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know. So I was like, so we basically met or whatever, and um, she was like, yo, you know, like, you know, people are watching you and mm-hmm. and um, you know, you promote and and you know, and that was like in the early stages. So I was like, oh, okay, wow. So basically, basically from there, um, it led on to um. 
Cause you know, you know, um, there was like you know, you know, you listen to K Miel, right? right? That's like the the main radio the main station one that Bay. people were listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I had um, I had heard of a DJ. I was out one night. It was late too. It was like it was late. It was like two o'clock mm-hmm. or something. And I don't know what I was doing out, but I was out. Mm-hmm. And I had heard a DJ, a female DJ, on the radio. Um, by the name of DJ Backside. Shout out to DJ Backside. Shout out to DJ Backside. And um, so basically, I was like, "Wow, if I if I could like somehow work with her, and you know, help her like you know, for me doing these posts, I was like, just you know, I was just thinking just in my mind, right? Bit, I was just right? in my mind, like, yo, I would help her, you know, do mm-hmm. her thing. Um, lo and behold, <laughs> uh, Spicy Mama T um, works. With with Rita. With backside. Yeah, with backside. And uh so in the midst of everything, um, I ended up connecting with backside. And um she we were um she showed me like, yo, like she she kind of showed me some tips on posting and right. and and kind of like a little structure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I was like, and you know, and, and on top of like she didn't like tell me. Um, oh, change it. She didn't right, do none right. of that. She, she was, was just kind of guiding. Yeah, she was kind of guiding because I had right. no idea. You know what I mean? I was just like, you know, a fan. I, I, I you know, I enjoyed the culture. I, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, respected it and all of that. So let me tell you, as I was in the midst of doing all of that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, working with Rita, mm-hmm. learning more. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. learning from the side, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I did have a nine to five and all that. But in the midst of all of that, I got uh, somehow an email or something had happened where um, I met MC Light. <laughs> okay, crazy, crazy, <laughs> right? And legendary um, MC Light. Uh, yeah, man. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Shout Cha-cha-cha, out to Light. You know, what I'm saying? like a pioneer of all women rapping. If you know any woman <laughs> rapping today or any young girls rapping today, Light made their. Right, potential, or if not, um, you know what I'm saying? Like the uh, real, the, the teachers in elementary school that are teaching the kids today are playing her music for sure, and the little kids are reciting it. For you know sure, what I mean? it's like yeah. whoa, light, bro, light yeah. is a rock. Right, right. So, and you know, so um, it was an email or something. She had promoted a song. I must have seen it somewhere, mm-hmm. and um, and for some way, like we got, um, we were talking to each other on uh, through the email. Mm-hmm. And I had replied back to her like, "Yo, I'm in the Bay Area," because I didn't know right, if it was real or not. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I was like, "Was I, you, I was shooting my shot, right?" Right. So I was like, "Yo, I'm in the Bay Area. I work with one of the top uh, female DJs." DJs what's up? Uh, you right. know what I'm saying? And she had replied back to me was like, "Yo, I like your energy." So I was like, "Well, okay." You know what I mean? So, so then we, so you know, so you know, like we. Kind of, we started developing mm-hmm. like a, a little relationship mm-hmm. because you know, um, you know, like fast forward, like I, I was managing her uh, MySpace page, right, right, on top of other pages I was managing because it was already kind of, uh, kind of like a, li- a little second nature. You know, I was mm-hmm. learning. You know, it was still brand new, right. Um, and, and on top of that, I, I had linked up with this movie company that's still in production. They're an actual company, uh, Black Salt Films. Okay, tight. And yeah, so you know, so so that's where I was getting a, a, some more influence. He mm-hmm. was like an older gentleman, um, Owen from Ohio, but he was originally from LA. But you know, what I mean, he right. he was showing me more of the business side because okay. he was independent as well. You know, everything was coming out of his pocket, and right? So I was like, so. Um, 
Yeah, so that kind of helped open doors. But it was, you know, it was when Light, of course, when mm-hmm. I started managing her stuff, um, I started, uh, people were like, uh, I remember uh, one of my friends, because remember MySpace, you had like the top friends. Yeah, whatever. yeah, you had your top friends, yeah. Someone was like, yo, um, I don't know how true it was. Or, uh, yeah, it was true, I guess. I think I seen, I can't remember so long mm-hmm. ago. But um, one of my friends was like, yo, you friends with Erica Badu? And I was like, no, but she's hella dope. Well, she has you on her top five on my <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Erica Badu? Yeah, I was like, yo. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's so, hot. <laughs> so like my like that's why I said so you know maybe I'm off you know in case Erica's listening you know Be like what I, mean? I never had him in my mind space <laughs> you know what I mean? like yeah you know what I mean and then like you know I don't want to get no uh, uh, something a message like no but I know but no because if she does I do remember one time if it was her that tweets because I, I yeah. you know she used to tweet a lot right 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 she had hit me one time on Twitter because she her she does. Follow me on Twitter, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, And I'll screenshot if you think I'm lying. No, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, um, but she did had hit me one time, and she was like, oh, you must be the man. And I was like, by far, but wow. Hey, you know I, mean? I thought that that's was, fresh. I thought that was dope, you know what I mean? And I don't know. No one would really believe me, but <laughs> I, you know what I mean? My experience is, what, is what's led me to still be here, like, 14, 15. Yeah, years. man. No, you know it's amazing, man. You know, you've worked with a lot of artists. Um, some are legendary, some are just independent grinders, some mm-hmm. are somewhere in between. And, you know, um, who are you working with right now? Well, the current people, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a few, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, um, one thing I've learned, um, you know, when you, when you're working, you know, you're working by yourself or you're not really, um, how you say, like in the corporate. Right, <laughs> setting, right, 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 you right. Know what I mean? Um, Independent Bay Area hustling. You know what I'm saying. So it's a lot of pro bono. You right, know what I mean? right. Which I, I'm not mad at. Um, I, I a lot of the like real dope people that I um, am still like associated with. Um, it it it's like that. You right. have to kind of like it, it's you know what I mean. You got to get your foot in the door. You know what I mean. You know I think that's funny because I just saw Gary V talking about that. Okay. Uh, literally like two or three months ago, mm. he was he was telling somebody. Um, that they should be willing to work for people for a bit for free just to show that they can do it and, and mm-hmm. show that it's you like know. being an intern kind yeah, of yeah no it, like and, an and and there's a there's a um there's there's absolutely a value to that and it's funny because like when you look at books like Rich Dad Poor Dad you hmm. know what I mean like he talked about how like when you're young especially and you get a job you don't work for the money. You right. work for the knowledge. Yes. You sir. do the work for the knowledge. And then that knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Like gets you to a point where people start paying you, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And and it's also interesting. I was thinking about earlier today on some super random, but like uh I did something for someone that I work with, and uh they had accidentally overpaid me mm. uh a day ago. They overpaid me. Yeah. And they were like, Okay, well, that money that I overpaid you. We'll just tack that on for next week or, you know what I mean? Whatever. And then out of nowhere, they needed to call me because they had an emergency. And I just picked up the phone and I was like, well, what's up? And they're like, oh, this is my situation. I said, okay, let's let's do da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And then we got off the phone. They were like, thank you, got off the phone. And they sent me a text and was like, keep that extra money, you know, da-da-da-da, because you just helped me. And I was like, yo, like I remember when um someone said something like, 
if you only do what you get paid for, oh, you'll yeah. never get yeah. paid more. I've heard but when that. you do yes. more, yes, you, yes. you know, and it yeah. was funny because yeah, yeah, when the person game. called me, I didn't even think like, bro, like they don't even pay me for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think like that. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, yo, like, what do you need? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. I didn't think, oh, what should I charge for this? Or da, 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 da. Cause that's how you lose. You yeah. know what I mean? I just, boom. Yeah. Help them navigate that situation. And uh-huh. then they were like, yo, keep the money. It's good. Right. <laughs> like that's a great situation. Yeah. Right. But I think that young people, you know, and, and I think sometimes just entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs don't understand like that value. But then the question really becomes, mm-hmm. what is the line? When do you know? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, pro bono is done, bro. Are you really on or not? Mm-hmm. Or like, how do you how do you figure that out? I, I kind of feel sometimes maybe it's the energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like um, you know you keep it's, it's that whole thing where you keep people around you for a reason, right? You know you could you could have people. What I've learned, I don't know. I think the difference sometimes, um, like the young younger people versus the older people. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're younger you're still like kind of going through hell of people because you never know who you're going to meet. You might keep people around with you, you know, till the end. Just on GP. But there's so many people that, you know, it's that whole thing like, oh, you know, we were once enemies. Now we're we're really like, mm-hmm. that's my God. Like he looks, Yeah, we're cool. We're really cool. So it's hard to tell, right? You can't, you know, when you're younger, you go through so much things and then. Right. And then I feel, to me personally, I felt like, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm in my 40s. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. I'm in mm-hmm. my middle 40s. Um, when I when I uh, first got into uh, doing social media, within like my early 30s, mm-hmm. right? Um, the people that I worked with were like in their like 25. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of MCs, right? You know, they right, start out. Especially the rappers kids, are young. You know yeah. What I, mean? um, I remember. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? R- remember, um, remember how they used to have Freestyle Fridays? Yeah. On um. On, on BET, yeah, like, that's where like Sky Zoo, right? A lot yeah, of people yeah, exactly. were introduced. I was introduced to Sky Zoo during yep. that time. Um, they had a young lady on there, uh, Jazz J A Dollar Sign, um, phenomenon, dope MC. Mm-hmm. Man, she was young, <laughs> right, right, right. And, um, and she, um, she kind of like, um, um. She was doing her thing around the hyphy movement right. that around that era. Um, it was around the same time when I was working with um, DJ Backside. Right, right. Uh, when Backside was like doing her stuff at BET. Yeah, DJ she was stuff. killing it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the young lady Jazz, she was the first um, um, lady on Freestyle Fridays to like the the, the first winner. Okay, okay. You know yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. And so she would see Backside mm-hmm. at these events that was thrown by BET. Right. So she would always cheer for Backside because she was the only female. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I didn't. I knew of her on TV. It wasn't um, because you know from the, the MySpace days. Right. She had reached out to me. Like I think I had my phone. I had my phone number. You know how you yeah, yeah, you, know you, you put you your stuff your up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you'd be like, "Yo, contact me if you." Yeah, do yeah, yeah. So I get a call. I got a call from a lot of interesting people. Right. I got one call from like a Sony exec. What? It was wild, Joe. I was at work at Berkeley. I used to work at Cal Berkeley or, you know what I mean? Shout out to Cal Berkeley. Hell yeah. They lost yesterday, but it's all good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I got a call. I was on my way to my car on break. I get a phone call. 
Unless they was unless they was gassing me up or whatever, right. but I don't know. It was an old dude on the. Right, I don't right. know if he, whatever the case was, he said his name from like Sony. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he was like, "Yeah, we hear about you. We see. We we're watching the work mm. you do. Keep it up." Oh, I was hot. like, "Yo, okay." You know what I mean? And yeah. then a couple of days later, I get a call from the young lady, Jazz. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, that was like my early stages. Like, yo, this is a really a responsibility, and 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 that was that was also and. That was the time when I was managing a life MySpace page. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was getting a lot of um, um, a lot of people that I didn't know. You know right. what I mean? Because I was like, all I knew, because what I, I put it like this to you, Diza, um, I really didn't want to mess. You know what I mean? Because you know, you hear those stories about the music business, the industry, yeah, being hella shady. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you know, growing up, you know what I mean? I you know I grew up around the DJs, mm-hmm. the B boys, the you know all all of it. You know what I mean? But I never really looked at it as a business. I know right? what you mean. Right. Word. So, from those early beginnings, um, it taught me a lot about that whole responsibility. Like, yo, you know, you're on a platform. Mm. You gotta, um, you gotta be careful, right? Especially right. nowadays. That was Man, 15 years ago. I was so kind of, I was conscious about, like, yo, this is ill. Yeah, this is gonna get I mean? out of hand 15, quick. 15 right. years later, you got a lot of these Hollywood execs getting slammed on social media because you got a lot of. You know, we could take it a step further. You know, I, I, I check this out. Okay, go, this go. is on on some other. But you know, um, I I I, I had my first experience at um, Complex Con last week, right? Complex right. Con, or maybe two weeks ago. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. How was it? How was it? Tell um, me about. Complex Con was dope. Um, it was it was their fourth one, I believe. Um, it was my first one, and it to me, I thought it was dope. Right. Um, it was like all the other cons. And it was in LA, right? It was at Long Beach, actually. Right. It was at the Long Beach Arena. LBC. And, uh, yeah, the LB, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the LB. I love it out there. Beautiful city. Um, so I sat in a, to a few panels. Uh, one of the panels that I sat in was the NBA. It was the NBA panel. It mm-hmm. had uh, Gilbert Arenas, uh, Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Jefferson, mm-hmm. um, that's how Gilbert Arenas. Yep. Um, there was another guy on there. Um, damn, I'm hella mad. Richard Jeff, Richard Jefferson. Right. And um, it's all good. Matt Barnes. So, no, okay. I can't forget. <laughs> He's like, I had to do it. Matt Barnes is like the social media, like you know what I mean. But he was, yeah. like, he was on that TV show, and he hella blew up. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. I know. So, you know. so the panel discussion was uh, called um, NBA 365 a year, mm-hmm. right? And I, I sat in there not, I didn't realize, I wasn't, um, I didn't realize what, what the panel discussion was talking about. Man, let me tell you, when that panel started, they talked about Twitter and Instagram. Wow. I must have just, my eyes lit up. And I went, know you was like, word? Right, right. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, wow, this is dope. This is uh, what I've been... Um, like okay, you know what I mean. Like they didn't talk. They didn't. The the title didn't say social media, so it, I, it threw me off. So when they started talking about their experiences on Twitter and Instagram, it, they focused a lot on Twitter and Instagram. It, it it blew me away because you know I've been on Twitter for like eleven years, right? Eleven, twelve years. Yeah. And um, you know, I always preached like what's crazy with me. Is that I never really, um, I never tripped about followers. Mm-hmm. I never tripped about. Um, I just my whole concern with social media is put out the content 
if um, any fans or any anybody, it doesn't matter, fans, whatever, if you have a question, because, you know, that whole saying, um, you know, when you, a lot of people always say, oh, I'm on social media because I have a business. Right. Right. So now it's like, okay, now it's a business. You have to act businessy. Right. right you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. You got to, you got to conduct business. Mm-hmm. So um, I always kept that mentality. I didn't have to, you know, really, I didn't have to promote anything that, I didn't have to do clickbait, right? Right, That's the like thing. oh, I yeah, wasn't trying to get yeah, and like clout related, clout related, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, like people do the clout chasing, mm-hmm. right? What are the pros and cons of it? What do you feel like? Um, it? Like I feel like no joke, like you know, and we, I just did a show about him, but like Takashi Six Nine, I think is a perfect example of how. Yeah. Clout chasing <laughs> can implode your whole reality, you know yeah. what I'm saying, on a real level. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that's interesting is I watched one of his first interviews. I'm not sure if it was one of the first. It was the first interview I saw of him in academics okay. early on, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things that was funny is if you really pay attention to him, the reason he's in the situation he's in is because he was clout chasing. Because he says, like, he's like, yo, like, wow. we were just trying to make videos that would go viral. So he said like him and his friends would like be on a train, try to slap somebody or, you know what I mean? Like they were, you know, and it's weird because like in pursuit of the clout, he stumbles into this mayhemic empire and then just ruins his whole joint. Well, not ruins, he just signed a $10 million deal, but you know what I'm saying? But like, but real, I mean, that got really dangerous, really quick, really ugly, unnecessary. Well, see, that's when, um, to me, I feel like that's when, When uh, keeping it real goes on goes way left. wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Because well, see, and and I like I like how you said like there are pros and cons to it. You know, what right. I mean? like like I've caught some of his interviews where his manager was like kind of like backing up to like well, you know what I mean? Like well, he does this because of the generation. You mm, know what I'm saying? Mm. And I mean, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the whole like. I mean, you know, uh, you uh, shout out to Q. You know, what I mean, a right. world star. You yeah, know, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. God bless. Word is bomb. Um, peace. That like that era of just how people were promoting their music. Yeah, because that was an interesting time, right? When when World Star first popped. World off, Star right? was a game changer. That was a game changer. <laughs> and nobody, I think it was changing. So that was the point where everybody was like, okay, well, what's really going on then? Yeah. Because it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to get it. Like people were coming out of nowhere. Right. You see, they had like two million views. Right. And you're like, who's this? This guy's dope. Like what? He's from Detroit, or he's right, from right. you know, he's from Brooklyn. Like right. you were just blown out of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was kind of like. Um, he was kind of like, for real, like the um, kind of like the the hood TMZ, right? Hood TMZ early, yeah, early before because even before Vlad. Oh yeah, Vlad for oh yeah, definitely way before. Well, well, Vlad was there, the but same. he wasn't. They yeah. were like parallel, but yeah. they were on a harder hardcore track than Vlad. Yeah, yeah, and the thing with but but the the iller thing with uh, World Star, there was like no filters. I feel like <clears throat> and and on top Blood, of that, World Star was like. <laughs> Mayhem. I mean, yo, who who um who first started the chat World Star? Was it like Daniel Donald Glover or something? Or whoever was the first one that said World Star? Yeah, you know that blue when <laughs> when they start talking about you, you know what I'm saying? Yo, referring to World Star, that, that was crazy. <laughs> you know, it was also crazy. You know what? Now I'm a. This is important. So like. 
when you have the conversation, you know how like Africa Bombada got caught up in that whole scandal, right? Mm-hmm. Zulu Nation, yeah. you know, molesting kids and whatnot. Yeah. And he was trash and he yeah. still is trash. He's yeah. going to be trash forever. But World Star broke that story. Really? World Star, if you really look back, because he there was a pro there was a point wow. several years ago when Zulu Nation had problems with World Star. I think that they were saying like, no you way. know, they were saying like World Star's not promoting real hip hop culture. Yeah, because they were saying cause it was World Star hip hop. Whoa, so they were so they were saying yeah. like they're not the real hip hop, you know, real hip hop is Zulu this, Zulu yeah. that. And they were like, Yeah, well, Bambada's gay and we got footage and we were like, it was like, what? Yes, what? So like, bruh, like because so remember, because remember story? when Bam got stabbed, he got stabbed, oh, and it was this, it was this weird situation where he got stabbed. They said he got that, took to the hospital. Da da da. So it turned out, wow. depending on who you believe and what yeah, said, yeah, 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 was yeah, that yeah. that was a lovers' quarrel. Oh. Was that he got stabbed by someone yeah, he was yeah, trying yeah. to be with? You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Or someone who wasn't trying to be be with? You know what I'm saying? So, but I remember Man, that shit got deep. I bruh, didn't realize. Bruh. That. So like, so like, because they were like, yeah, Bombada's gay. People were in World Star, and then rumors start circulating mm. that World Star either had footage mm-hmm. or had some knowledge that Bombada was gay, and this was years, like oh, at least Lord. three to five years, I think, before Damn. the scandal actually See? popped. And I was like, wow. yo, World Star never got props. Dang. They never got props for that. Because there's so much stuff that I mean, you know, they were a platform. They helped so for many so people much craziness. Career. Yeah, a lot of it's like World Star was damn near like the next MySpace, damn there. because everyone or was, YouTube. It was nuts, right? And um and you know because um yeah like because you know because you know they used to because remember when people used to like um like um they had the comments right mm-hmm. and people would bash songs. Mm-hmm, and all that. mm-hmm. That's when I first learned that you know people were getting actually paid. To comment on people's things. It might be a good song, but... The, you know, you start that controversy to get people to go right, there. Start because talking. I think the video still plays even if you comment, so you yep. can still listen and you're getting free. It's like free promotion, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like later on, didn't people? I I started noticing more music, more and more music. Yep. Um, going on there, and then it just filtered back to videos. And and <laughs> one of the things they were also, I'm not sure. I can't say that they started it. What I'll say is they kind of perfected it is that they started having like the video vixens mm. like doing like lightweight strip joints to the music of the rapper and that was like supercharging wow. the music to be in the clubs oh, be- in the strip wow. clubs because if you had music in the strip clubs yeah. you had street credibility yes, so like i remember talking with balance and balance had done some shows in houston this was mm. hella years ago okay shout out to balance balance oh, oh. um and he was saying like, yo, there are women who like dudes approach them like, yo, strip to this song. And if the women strip to that song, the whole hood will go buy it. Oh, it's you know not, what I'm saying? It does and so, but what World Star did is they took that club experience online, Jesus. right? Because now you've just got some chick who's being perfectly shot, different yeah. angles, duh, 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 mm-hmm. the, the clothes, the lighting, right? right? And but it's like technically a rap video, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like it was crazy, like a lot was happening, bro. right? And that was like years ago, right? So there's so much, like I feel like there's, um, well, like for my journey with social media, it's it's it follows along those lines, you <laughs> totally. know, because you know it's like you you know you're you're on you're on social media, you're networking with people, mm. like. I even remember, um, like when, like the whole Nipsey, right? You like, every, yeah. like Nipsey, damn near was born online, right? Unbelievable! Like, all of his music, that's where he, that's where his he base was thriving, came. bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. So watching, watching him come up, 
all the way to what he's doing now. It's like mm-hmm. it literally is the marathon continues because if you um, if, if you were online and watching him, because you know, like for me, like watching a lot of the um, stuff that's happening now, I, I it's it's interesting, right? Like that's why you have a lot of YouTube um, 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 uh, that famous YouTube right. people, right? Right. Because it's kind of like. Um, Everyone has a platform on social media, right? Like everyone has their 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 little city, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, but but kind of like what I see now, what's pretty dope is um, like more people like uh, creating these. They're they're creating like really solid businesses. You know, what I mean? right? Like people are connecting with each other. You know, what I mean, and helping them grow. You know, what I mean, because it's so it, it's one thing. It's it, it it's it, it's you know, um, it's a little sidetracked. But um, when I, I, I one weekend I was watch I watched a whole um, bunch of like wrestling documentaries, right? From okay, like, like pro wrestling, pro wrestling, like right. you know the WWF, WWE, right? The right. sports entertainment stuff, right? And um, the documentaries that I was watching was like from the you know from whatever when the black and white TV, days, right, right, you know right, what I'm right. But the way that it was structured was it was like really organized. It was mm-hmm. like a mafia, right? It's right. like you had all these promoters from each region of America, right? You know, we're right. you know, strictly talking America. Each region, like hip hop, mm-hmm. the South, um, New York, right, right, Midwest, right, Midwest, right. It was it's it's basically damn near the same, right? right? Like labels, right? You have promoters that promote these wrestling matches, and you're trying to make your way. You know what I mean? Build a, have a crowd, like mm-hmm. throwing a club, mm-hmm. throwing whatever. You, mm-hmm. you you're you're if if you're not making any money in your business. It's gonna fall. Of course. Well, basically, that's what I was getting at. You right. know what I mean? Everybody in the business now they're trying to make money because if you don't make money, how can you have a podcast? The stuff going, right? How can you have you know this whole thing with the you know net neutrality? Yep. Happening? It's gonna you know we don't know what's gonna happen yet, but everyone has to get themselves. I feel like in position now. Remind people what net neutrality is, though, because I think a lot of um, people are still kind of not clear. I um I'm not like really the highest educated about identity um the best thing what i say from from my from from what i see basically net neutrality if we right now everyone has access to to all the the content to the content right yeah but it's even the speed width the bandwidth yeah um if we if we lose that basically like the bigger companies are gonna uh, regulate that yeah essentially it looks like companies are gonna be able to control how much you see, when you see it, and you're going to have to pay more to have a lot of what's already free. Exactly. So, and, 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 and that, what you said right there, you have to pay more. Right now, the fact that nobody wants to pay for anything, right? it's an issue. But sometimes, you know, that's why like Nips was ahead of his time when he was doing the $1,000 a CD, even though no one was, everyone was kind of like, I don't got a thousand. However, Come on, you got these festivals that people are paying like six hundred dollars to come go. on, so, bro. So there is a market out there that people are paying. The only the difference is that you your to me, I feel like your brand, whatever you're you're building up, has to be solid. Right. If you want, if you're asking someone to, you know, pay for your experience, um, what are you doing? You know, what I'm man. Saying? And and I think that that's a big deal. Is like a lot of people, I think, uh, misunderstand that 
you know, because I have a background uh, as a marketing manager and as a PR manager and as a brand manager, you know, before I started doing hip hop chess. And, you know, in those days, I was always telling the tech companies that I worked with, I was like, look, I can tell the world whatever you want me to tell them. Right. But if your product doesn't do what it says, right. you're going to look stupid. I'm not going to look stupid. I'm the PR guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm be like, bro, he, he said he said it would do it. You, you know, yeah. if it does, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, so you need to make sure that your stuff does what it does. And I think sometimes people, because YouTube and YouTube fame and IG fame and IG models are <laughs> IG so, models. right, are so big in certain ways, yeah, yeah. I think that you forget that, like, Having skill still matters. Having a business plan still matters. Having a marketing plan. Having uh uh what is what what is the actual structure of your business going to be like? You yes. know what I mean? Like this stuff really matters. Like yes, the branding and the colors and the, the way the video shot that matters. Yeah. But to what he's saying, man. To what Dr. Postalot is saying, what are you actually doing? What, what is it? Right. You, you know, how, how does the business work? Like, if you just keep spitballing at the internet, you could blow up, but then you could end up being the next Takashi. And that's, I think, what- <laughs> That goes what, into, right. You, know, right? you don't want to go that way. You don't want to do it. it de- depending, I feel like depending on what you do, are you trying to be here for a minute? Are you just trying to, even, you know, nowadays, like, I feel like, you know, before every, you know, the one hitter quitters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The one hit wonders or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Trinidad James and stuff. Yeah. Well, Remember Trinidad James? Right, right. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the thing with Trinidad James that was interesting was, um, you know, after he got, it, well, there's a lot of Trinidad, Trinidad James, James. Um, situations out there. Because there's a lot Ooh. of artists that had this big, um, I, 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 to piggyback off of Trinidad James. Yeah. Um, I, I I was um, shout out to Dream Champs. Um, I I I was I listened to um, the Currency interview that mm. not too recently, mm-hmm. and I what was dope was Dream Champs is fresh. Uh, Dream Champs, yeah, man. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another thing. But um, cur- they they were talking about because uh, Currency. He was like in that class, right, with the Nipsey's mm-hmm. and the, there was a whole bunch. Like they were talking about Mickey Fax. You remember mm-hmm. Mickey Fax? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember so Mickey So there was Fax. a bunch of them. There, um, Charles Hamilton. Right. So so when he said Charles Hamilton, salute to uh, Charles Hamilton, um, Noriega was kind of like, oh, the dude got that got smacked by the, um, the, the young lady. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that kind of like, that was one of those like. Charles Hamilton was like that artist that was on the rise. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then just hella stuff started happening. Um, just hella stuff would happen. Yeah. But what I thought was dope was um, Currency was like, nah, that's one talented ass MC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because um, Noriega was just kind of like. Pushing him aside like yeah, what else, like, right? Oh, that no, that fool that got, know, smacked he got smacked up. No one heard of him. But you like, know, remember it, Berg? Remember the rapper Berg? Young Berg. Young Berg, remember? And then he got slapped up and got his chain took, and he just kind of like disappeared. Right. And isn't he the producer now? Yeah, he's the so mega he kinda, producer. Yeah, he had to go behind the scenes, but like, and now it's interesting. And now he's the G right. again. <laughs> oh, he yeah, I heard he's beyond the G. They said like, yeah, I forgot where I heard, but they was like, you're not gonna have a hit record unless you rock with him. Yeah, he's he's shit. big, right? Yeah, and, and so was, that goes with how the internet and just rebuilding yourself, rebuilding. rebranding. Yeah, so right? so. So that's the good thing. Right. That's the good thing about the internet. Like, they can tear you down, but there is always a chance that, you know, depending on who, who, 
it's another important thing having a good group of people around you mm-hmm. and having a real team of real a people. real people that's kind of like looking out it's kind of like you know just having like a mentor right mm-hmm. I think I think nowadays you know having a mentor is definitely like um as long as I've been doing what I've been doing I have mentored that I really gotta watch what I do. It's like having that. Uh, it's like having that, like older uncle or older yeah, yeah, auntie yeah. that, like, like hey, if man. you're doing something, you know, they slap you behind. Yeah, the back you'd be like, your neck, don't like, do Yo, that. Don't do that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's definitely wise that everyone does have that. You know what I mean? No, and just mentorship in 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 society, I think, is is much needed. No, you know I, I mean? think Especially that's real. With the everything that's going on with the. Um, of what's going, you know what I mean, with the whole mental illness. And yeah. Everyone needs that, and you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, be, and, and be, it's deep that you mentioned this mental illness part because I think one of the things that we've learned looking at so many artists rise and fall and then other people who just like become like popular trolls, you, you know what I'm saying, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Like it's really weird, like this whole issue of like mental health because yeah. like sometimes people get on tripping, you know what I mean, or they start they get on and you think they're cool and then you find out they're hella weird or you well, know what I'm yeah, saying. Well, yeah, and then it goes it, well, and see that's the whole thing. I think that's where it gets a little deeper because this is it's like with the whole uh, Anthony Bourdain thing, right? Mm, everyone, so sad, bro. You, you 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 everyone looks at you through this magnifying glass, but they don't know that maybe he just needed. Somebody that was really in his corner. Yep, just you know a check, saying? but bro, we won't know. You check. know what I mean? Like, um, you know, we yeah. don't know because we're not in his circle. Yeah, no, so, no, no, no. That's true talk, man. You know, That's true and, talk. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel that. Um, I always, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, one of my actually one of um, uh, one of the homies actually uh, from All Studios. Mm-hmm. He's actually one of the um, current um, people that I help navigate um, nice. with the social media. He. Yep. Um, you know he does the graphics. He does he does like a um, a monthly event. Fresh. Um, it's all in the name for you know for the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on top of that, um, he's working with a, um, a mental health uh, center in it's it's in it's based in Alameda County, and um, he's helping them rebrand. See that's important stuff, man. That's totally important. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now- he he had. Um, he has showed me a statistic with was was crazy. He was like, it's that whole statistics, like you know, like from African American, mm-hmm. um, Mex, um, you know, um, Latino, and, mm-hmm. and so forth. And um, then again, you know, African American was the lowest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, wow. What was the statistic on? What um, was it? In Alameda County, right, right, right. This is Alameda County, and I'm like, wow, as much. As much um, you know, community organizations are out there already. Mm-hmm. There should be no reason for that statistic to be low, right? And then they went all the way up to the Asian where it was high. Mm. But then, which is interesting, because then you talk to like maybe some Asian cats that are going through mental thing, and it's like, well, you have there's people that could help. That so could I, lay I don't know. I, I'm not an expert. Like I, I like I'm not an expert in all of this, but I know that there is a lot of good people out there to mm-hmm. help. You just have to, you know, you kind of. Ego <laughs> is, yeah. is, is the issue. And you got to right? just sift gotta, through like, stuff and see. Yeah, what, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to see tomorrow and, and 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 whatever it is you do, if you got kids or mm-hmm. or or you just, you know, what I mean, the, somebody out there is always rooting for you. No, that's true. And you know, it's funny because um, there's this one guy, Seth Godin, 
you know, uh, he's a big branding marketing yeah, kind of dude. I, I'm familiar. And, and he wrote, name. he wrote, he wrote, he wrote this one book. I think it's which one? I think it's just called Tribe. It's a very small. I think book. I have that book. Tribe <laughs> is a small book, right? You read right. that in like a day. Yeah. But what he basically says is that the internet took a lot of people who didn't know each other, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's say, and I'm totally paraphrasing. This is not the way that he said it. I'm just kind of yeah. re, right? But like, basically, imagine there's a guy at the house who loves hip hop. Uh, but he also likes to eat his favorite cereal in his Chewbacca Star Wars outfit. Right? <laughs> okay. And like he's by himself, right? Yeah, and then yeah, fools yeah. be like, yo, that's Jerry, bro. He be eating cereal in his yeah. in his Chewbacca outfit, dog, right? But then he gets online eventually, right? And in some chat room, he mentions that he does that. And somebody else is like, I also eat cereal. Okay. However, I wear, you know, a Dracula. Yeah, yeah, and next yeah. thing you know, it's like Comic-Con. Do you understand what I'm saying? People find found each other, right? Where outcasts begin to find each other, right? right? And so, like people who normally in regular brick and mortar America just would have been the outcasts of their community, now have whole conventions. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The fact that you just said that now, and I went to another con. I'd be calling them cons because right, they right, try to right, get your money. Right. But, but I love them. You know, I mean, don't get it. I, I would love to speak at a con, please, if you're listening to this interview. Yeah, bro. And get us, get, get a, a Bishop Chronicles you live. You know what I'm saying? At a, exactly, a, bro. And, and, you know what I mean? Be, let us be a part of the situation. <laughs> now, to what you were saying, um, I went to like this, it was called BuildCon. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was a lot of people that are into the Gundam uh, models, you know, the, the Japanese robots. Right, 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 right. So they had a panel discussion with uh, these three ladies on there, right? And they their stories was exactly what you said. Like, they were like women, like, you know, these uh, women that build models, and they thought they were like, they were all loners. Mm-hmm. They were all like, you know, they maybe had like two, three, a handful of friends. And their friends were actually suggested to them, hey, why don't you um, uh, uh, vlog one of, you know, you show right. because Because the fact that, you know, building those models is kind of tedious and, you know, they look really cool. Right. And, you, you know, you can, it, it's a market for it. Right, right, right. It's right, a right. huge market, you know. Anything Asian, them it's, it's blowing right now. You know so it's, it's a good time, yeah, right? So they threw it, it, they. I actually met the people's um, um, new tech. I actually met them at Complex. Club. Wow! And and one of the uh, workers there said, "Yo, you know," because I was like, "Yo, this is so dope. Where are you guys from?" They the guy was like, "Oh, we're from uh, um, up in the Bay Area, uh, Redwood City." He was like, "What?" I was like. Fresh. And then he told me that, yeah, in two weeks, we're going to have this build con. Wow. Where we're flying people from all over. You know, this is their first one, right? And and he's already telling me, we're flying people out, mm-hmm. da, 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 this and the third. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to show my support. You right, know, to on that, top of that, for sure. So I went there the other day. And like I, like I just said, mm-hmm. they had these three young ladies that never met each other in person, but... Kind of had an idea who they were because they all they they were all their own personalities right. online. They're, they're their own vloggers, whatever. One of the uh, young ladies actually was a cosplay, the one that dresses right, up, right, right, right. and then she got into the um, building late, um, you know, building the model mm-hmm. late. But you know, it, it she she had a following basically. Right. But back to your point was um, a lot of these communities built and like, and then to bounce on top of that to my early stages. Um, of Twitter, right. you know what I mean? Like we went from MySpace to Twitter now. Right, now right, Twitter, right. 
thank God Twitter's still alive. I love Twitter. A lot of people, man, so many people along along my Twitter journey, you know what I mean? 12 right. years in. Right. I think maybe after six years in, I think I was stuck at like 2005. It was weird. Right, I was right. stuck in a place. But even after that, people were like, who uses Twitter? No one did use Twitter. So I'm like, fuck. What am I gonna do? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I built the, I, I built the some type of present. I've been over here working um, on this, bro. Right. And mind you, and uh, you know, I left out. I uh, I manage a few uh, a few brands. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So how did that make me feel like six years ago when people right. are telling me Twitter's just like over, hip hop is dead type thing. Right. Uh, Twitter's dead. Oh, you know, um, what they say was popping. I don't know what they said. Was it was popping. weird. It was weird because, like, what it was is there was this whole thing where I think everybody was on one thing, and it started settling down. So then it was like right. young people look like they was on Twitter, then they bounced, and then that turns into Instagram. <laughs> well, and then, I kind of and feel... then some everybody was getting on Facebook, there, yeah, but then the yeah, kids yeah, got yeah, off yeah, Facebook and was yeah. like, "Yo, Facebook is whack, yeah. and Twitter sucks." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and then and then you had what do you call it? What's the one Snapchat? Snapchat yeah. was really kind of like the dark horse. Yeah, yeah, That, yeah. that kind of came in and the kids started, you know, right. gravitating towards, towards, well, towards Snapchat. And Snapchat is interesting, um, you know, like presently speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see the value in Snapchat um, it, in more ways than one. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't really, I didn't, I never really, I had a Snapchat for like well, you know what the three kick- weeks, bro. And then I was like, I'm out. Um, you know what the kicker is? And I just, um, I, I just, um, not I just, but... I've read that um, Snap the 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 technology that Snapchat uses it's what keeps them ahead of the um, well it keeps them relevant mm. you know what I mean because not only like you know um, you know shout out to um, salute to uh, DJ Khaled hey. um, when he when he got on his Snapchat and was doing what he was doing it kind of like show it showed a lot of older people that yo. Snapchat is something you should deal with, mm-hmm. but um, uh, uh, to get a little deeper with it, uh, more advertising. Well, probably because of Khaled, um, more advertising companies are dealing with Snapchat, and it is because of their technology. Um, right. That's why hence why now you know Insta Stories and Facebook Stories. Um, they're like the copycatters. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, right? Hella funny. <laughs> because. Like you said, um, when Twitter was like in this like um, gray area, a lot of people were going on Facebook because remember, Facebook used to be a, a college site. Yeah, when I first got on Facebook, I was actually working at Stanford. Oh wow! And that's how I got on because you couldn't do it. Right, you, you can't. Right, you needed an edu. You, if you didn't have a dot edu, you couldn't be on Facebook. That's what it was. That's what it was. The edu. Yeah. So if you didn't I have the edu, you were you think out. People man. remember the nah, edu. Nah, blood. I remember that. You needed an edu to have. A if you didn't have a dot edu, you were out. Yeah, and I worked for at the that was like that too. for the first two or three years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for a minute. And so when I first got on, because I worked at the college, but I wasn't like known at the college. Right. I was temping. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But I had this Facebook account. Right. And, and then, like, I think I ended up getting rid of it after time. And then once they opened it up to the comms, I went back and got one. The you know comms. Wow, that's you know dumb. That's but crazy. I to, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That changed. And I feel like that changed a lot. Yeah, right? because a lot, that's when, um, Because remember, um, 
um, I think Twitter was promoting movies. Yep. Right? And then Facebook started promoting movies. You know, we, we can't never leave out YouTube because, of course, yeah, YouTube's yeah. out there, too. But, like, between Twitter, because, you know, Twitter was its own thing and Facebook was right. its own thing. And, like, like what we were saying, you know, we love Twitter. And what was ill to me was... Um, a lot of like the younger generation, the newer generation that you think would be on Snapchat, which they are, right, you know what right. I mean? Because you know you got to give it up. You know they're quick. Yeah, yeah. Like um, one of my nieces, um, she does music as well. Mm. Um, I used to get on her kind of because you know she does music, and I was like, "Yo, you got to get on a laptop, type shit, right? You right, know, right, right. Like old guy now, right, right. So I'm like, "Yo, you got to get on um Twitter on because she loves Twitter as well, right, right. And I was like, "Yo, you got to get on the um laptop because." You could do more. You can mm-hmm. you can curate your timeline. Right. Really. Versus, I mean, you know, she keeps her stuff really cool because she talks to people. Right, and, right. And this and that. But when I, what sold me was I was with her one day and I seen her on her phone. Grinding. She was like, you know how people, I guess, write, like they write all their lyrics yeah, on the yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or texting people? Right, right. She was, she was marketing herself on her phone. Right. Like, Right, you and you were me? watching the. And I was watching her like I could. Well, the response, yeah, she was, yeah, she definitely is the engager. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing was like, I never seen no one go that fast because people used to come up to me and was like, "Wow, you post like 20 posts a minute." But I'm thinking in my head like, "Well, I'm on the computer. Right, all my stuff is like pre pre right, right. written, so it's nothing. All I got to do is copy and paste." But when I seen her do that, I was like, wow, that's the shit. Mm. Not, and not only that, it made me show that there is a whole generation on Twitter. You know what I mean? Mm. So all the people that were telling me that Twitter is dead, right? But I see, I, I, I watched this whole new wave. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Twitter. actually really interesting. That's really interesting. Now, before we finish, okay, I want you to tell me, because I know everybody's wondering like, <laughs> how do I grow? Oh, how do okay. I how do I actually organically grow? Yeah. Like what mistakes are people making? Like what if what are the habits that people are doing right and what are the bad habits that people are doing wrong? Uh, would you say like top 3? Top 3 good habits to build your Instagram or your Twitter. Okay. Well, uh, uh, a good a good note um to help build your um on both platforms. Mm-hmm. Is to follow people. You got. Right. You got to be a fan. Um, I just read something where um, twenty twenty and beyond, because you know everyone's kind of trying to figure out. Well, how am I supposed to strategize? Right. Um, I had read. I had read online from um, that they were talking about more engagement. Mm-hmm. It's not people aren't going to be looking at the followers. You know what I mean. Mm. So it's like you know you might you want to. You wanna, you wanna, whoever, whoever is handling your social media, whether it's you or you got a manager or, or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, follow people. Yeah. Read, read what's going on. Read what your industry is talking about. Right. Um, a, a bad habit to do is um, put too much of your feelings out. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. Um, I bro. see that on Instagram a lot. Um, it's uh, someone said. Oh, some people are showing off. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's none of that. You know, people feel good about themselves. They want to share their experience. Right. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Now, if you're a business and you're trying to like brand yourself, you definitely have to be strategic. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's funny. You know, um, I have a I have a friend who's a who's a who's a rap artist, and he he's a good dude. But like, 
I feel like a lot of these artists swim between two extremes where they try to be so cool that they're not doing any business, okay. right? Yeah. Or they're promoting their music so much that you don't care about their feed, mm. right? Like, it's like, Blood, I know you have an album out, right? right? right. I know you have an album out, but like, you're not bringing me into the studio with you. Right. You're not uh, okay. showing me so- how you do stuff. And so it's like- Man, if this guy sends me another listen to my single thing again, <laughs> I'm I'm going to I'm going to block him. You know what I'm saying? I'm put him in a DT. And I, and I like you, bro. So yeah, yeah, chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like it's interesting okay, that you so, mentioned that. Right. So and and what I say to that is if is is you need two accounts. Mm. And that's where the work puts it, right? You can have you can have one account where you can just show your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, that might help you gain uh, more some followers because right? you being silly and right, rare, right. right. You, th- those are the people that you might actually build a relationship. That might be your next pro- um, promoter. That might, might be your be next, next show. Right, 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 they're, right. They're, right. Gonna, they're gonna come see you. Right now, being that you want to tell people about your music, have your fan page, and that's the new thing. It's not really new because everyone does it now. Right, but um, a little example uh, with um, we'll say like with MC Light. Right. Um, she has her own account where she does her like you know welcome to my world right and on top of that she has she might have somebody helping her along the way mm-hmm. you know because social media is a 24 hour it's job. a lot bro but on top of that and I see like the Missy Elliott mm-hmm. they have a fan page mm. where it's kind of like okay you might have like your 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 number one fan like I was I'm considered like a number one fan you right. know what I'm saying right 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 you might have someone that you you know that you built a relationship handle that. Right. So now you can curate that music page on top of you promoting your music, but now you can promote some photos. Mm-hmm. You can promote your shows. Mm-hmm. You can promote merch. Co- merch. Right. So that's a whole other right. That's a whole other that's job. Deep, right. No. 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 <laughs> so that's to your what yeah. your, what you can do. Right. No, no, no. That's that's deep. That's yeah. deep. Now what are what are some of what are some of the other mistakes? What do people not want to go into 2020 doing on their social media if they're serious about growing their brand or or, or uh, their what, personal? What they don't want to do. I mean it uh that's that's a good one. Um it's it's hard for me to say because the fact that it is the internet, things change so fast. Mm, it fluctuates, it's so, yeah. true. So what I would say, um not so much what not to do because everything's trial and error, right? Mm-hmm. You know, keep on doing what you do, but maybe, maybe what don't what don't do moving forward, don't repeat the stuff that you do. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? There might, you know, try certain things, but some of the stuff that leave it in 2019, leave mm-hmm. it back then because you don't want to you don't want to go through this whole. Um, it's okay to go full circle. Right. But you don't want to go full circle in a bad thing. You want to go right. full circle and elevate. Right. You don't want to. L- you know, let me ask you this. So one of the issues that I have is because um, I have my at Real Hip Hop Chess account, right? And okay. that's what I've been doing because I was running the nonprofit, right? Yeah. But then the more I started doing Bishop Chronicles, I was doing too much Bishop Chronicles stuff on the Hip Hop Chess one. Right. So me and Mike was like, bro, you just need to have a dedicated Bishop Chronicles. Yeah, definitely. You know, so I did that, right? Yeah. So I just started doing that. Sweet. So now on, on Hip Hop Chess, I got like 7,000 followers. It's a good number. Wow. Right? Well, but yeah, I mean- but 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 it could be better. But for chess, 
No. 7,000. That's the worldwide. You know, that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm starting Bishop Chronicles, at Bishop Chronicles. And so I'm starting to put more content on there. But what what I'm having a problem doing is I had... Uh, been using a tool called Unfollow Cop. And that was Unfollow Cop would tell you, oh, is this person following you or not? And so what happened was uh, I would go on there and that's how I would purge my account, right? You clean your account, right? Scrape all the dead weight, Uh right? Scrape all the ghosts, right? But here's what happened. This one particular day, I was like, Oh, so and so's not following me, but they were somebody I hella know. Yeah. And I was like, they don't follow me? That's weird. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And I just started, because I'm just like, you know, I, I, I'd be very yeah. ones and zeros. If you're not following, I'm out. Yeah. So I unfollowed hella people. Okay. And then the dude hit me and was like, hey, why did you unfollow me? <laughs> I get that. And online. I was like, yo, my unfollow cop said, he was, no, I've been following you for hella long. Yeah. I don't know. That's so crazy. like, so I was frustrated with unfollow cop. Yeah. Because okay. I was like, are okay. they just telling me Some bullshit. anybody just to make right. me use the app? Like, so probably <laughs> who do you use to purge um, your accounts when you're cleaning? Oh, wow. There was a few. Um, I haven't did that in a long time. Okay. Um, a long time. But I would do that. I would um um but there was a point where um I was kind of like um I was kind of like I I I didn't want to do that no more because uh, along the way like some of the people that I I, I follow we that we, that follow mm-hmm. each other follow um, passed away. Interesting. Um, that yeah. happened to me recently right. too. So I yeah. kind of was like, whoa, that's you know what I mean. That's like a reality that's check, deep, right? Deep, yeah. And there was a few that, um, yeah, wow, you know what I mean. God bless, you know what I'm saying. But as far as unfollowing people now, you know, and then. I think that's kind of good because, like you said, your friend had reached out to you mm. and was like, yo, I've been following you. Right. So that means, you know what I mean? That means you're doing something right. Right. You know what I mean? So that's where it's kind of like um, the engaging. Mm-hmm. Engaging. Mm-hmm. See? And that's that's one of the things to things that people got to work on 2020. It's consistent positive engagement. Yeah. Because, you know, granted, you know, oh, that's my boy. I follow. Like, it's one thing, you know, you can't take things too serious. Mm. You know what I mean? Because... I've got people that followed me. I unfollowed this and the third, and but then they would like call me or right. they'd be like, "Yo," and then that's and to me it's like, "Yo," because um, I've done that to people, right? Like, "Yo," I thought we were cool, <laughs> right, right, right. But then they, they'd be like, "No, um, somebody's managing this. They did a program, right? We flushed, you know, shit happens, right? So that made me kind of be like, okay, that's cool. Not take it as personal, yeah, because right. um, some of the artists I, I work with, um. It's kind of like a strategy, mm-hmm. right? You know, you, um, it worked, you know what I mean? Depending on, like I said, everybody's social media is different. Right. You know what I mean? That's why it's good to, um, a lot of trial and error. You want to see what works, what's not. Some, um, I, I was talking to this young lady and she was telling me she was willing to buy followers. Right? I think that's the worst, that's the worst stupidest but, thing in the world. Right. Bro. It is. It is. And I stood by that for so long mm-hmm. until. <laughs> Until there was some stuff that um, some companies, right? Now, see, now this is where it starts getting corporate, right? Right. This is when there's some money involved. Right. Because now some pe- some investors, they want you to look a certain way. Right. So now you you could see it, right? When you look at your Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts, mm-hmm. some people actually work to have 100,000 followers. Right. Right. There's actually artists on Twitter... That um, I was told, <laughs> right, I mean, right, say no names, right. but they got like 200,000 
followers and that's like on some real following mm-hmm. shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There might right. be bots. Who knows? Right, right. If there's a bot. Not everywhere. too many bots, but right. But the issue was they didn't know how to curate their timeline. Interesting. So imagine, you know, you doing your thing. You got management. You know, you're, right, right. you're an artist. You're a rapper. Okay. It's crazy how we always have to go to musicians. Right, but, right. But they're a, it's a good But they're a, a great blueprint. litmus test for what's so, going on. So imagine you got 100,000 followers and you tweeting on some like, um, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's cool because you show the authenticity. Right, right. But how how, how you can work it now business wise. Right. But they don't know how to do it. They that. don't know how to do it. So they're you know just I mean? talking crazy. Right. So that's not why, realizing how they can right. use these that's moments why, to engage and see, get paid. Maybe. What people like from my understanding, Twitter started out as a company that was supposed to be for businesses, for mm-hmm. corporations mm-hmm. where um, the president of a company, wow, you know what I mean? This, right. I'm not going to say dude's name, but the president of a company would have the Twitter, have all the employees or managers follow his, right. his thing. So instead of going to these meetings or whatever, he could say he could send a tweet right. and relay it to the employee. Right. Now look who's doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But that's not, but the, but the thing is, that's nothing new because- right. Because people's been doing, they just never really had a structure. When you see like the OK Player, mm-hmm. when you start seeing like the ESPN, mm-hmm. now, <laughs> wow, that's crazy, right? So now you're looking at all of these big media companies, they're idol, u- utilizing, <coughs> utilizing Twitter to do, to do what it's supposed to do. Now, right. that's why... All of these people should have a hundred thousand million, mm. <laughs> because if you're like, like a, a a Shakira, right, or something, she got that fan base on top of social media, boy. That's, you know what I mean? But now when they're when they're using the power of it, right, you you could actually your business could actually flourish on Twitter. Is it's what true. My point is, and you're seeing it now, right? right. You're seeing. Um, all of the radio people. Remember, there was a time no radio stations were using Twitter, mm, right? You know true. the bloggers. That's right. Like, <clears throat> like, like you know, like, like um, um, from my early beginnings of Twitter, um, you know, I would promote a lot of music. You know right. how you were saying, you know, oh yeah, you know, you get tired of always my music, my music, my right. music. And my early ways in Twitter, what I would do is I would I used to tag people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would tag certain magazines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, they didn't like it. Like they people used like to be it, like, yo, you, you're blowing me up. Years later, they're using the same formula right. I do. The only, the, only, um, the only difference how I did it, though, was it was being more engageful. Right. Like when they would hit me in the message, who are you? Why would I listen to this? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I would tell them why. Because right. I'm a, actually a social. I'm not... I'm not just blasting your stuff. Right. You know what I mean? There's a reason why I'm tagging you because now I'm promoting you, you. to whoever's Right, saying me. that like this this magazine, this writer is uh-huh. important. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's why now, you know, I, I, I never called myself a blogger. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because after I learned what a blogger is, like, you know, you got to right. be a writer, journalist. Right. Don't you, that's a whole different realm, yep. right? Yep. My um, superpower in this is just making sure... 
the 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 content is cool. There's there 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 there's the contact person. Mm-hmm. You know then that, and that yeah, that is yeah, curated and, well, right? You know and, what I mean? and and they have that, and that's what um, I see that a lot. But I don't, you know right, what I'm saying? So right. there's still a lot of people that needs help. But the ones that you see, you kind of can have an idea that they got some type of structure. No, that's true, and you can see certain people that definitely yeah, got and, it. Yeah, and I and I learned that actually watching, um, not for nothing. Um, I learned that early watching um, Carrie Washington. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because she actually is um, active on her Twitter, mm-hmm. but she does have a team. And you would see, maybe not so much more, but you will see on some of her tweets um, uh, a little like Mark knowing that it's, it's Team a- Washington. Right, that's so, deep. Right, so, so basically <clears throat> in those early stages, everyone was learning. Right. You know what I mean? And there was a point where I was like, like, you know how everyone has a class, right? right. Like everyone, like, you know what I mean? You came up with these people, right, you right. came up with this, right, this right. is the third. A lot of the people that I see now that are actually working in Hollywood, mm. working with like even more, like, you know what I mean? Like the masterpiece mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They all started out basically doing what I do. Right. You know what I mean? And and then elevate. And then it goes up, man. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and you know what I mean, that's something that people should well, they know, you know what I mean? But if right. if you don't know, you you know what I mean, you you it's it's very it is important having the people around you. To help you build. Yeah, and it, help you build, but as well as like, you know what I mean, making sure you good. Yeah, making you know sure I mean? that you're good for real, for real. Yeah, because you know, everyone knows, every you know, you always hear people talk about Oh man, I've been up all night. I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I get it. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. that work in the studio, that they, they, mm-hmm. that's how long it takes. Mm-hmm. But now let them do that. Let them get the rest. Pass it off to the social media guy. Yep. So they can project it because that artist or that brand, that company, it doesn't matter if you're doing music. I work with a company <clears throat> that's a wholesaler. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's a family owned company. Right. And um, they've been. They, you know, they're 25 years deep. Right. They were in a, they, they've been doing their company right before the social media age. Right, right, of course. Um, I came in to help the company when they were transitioning into the social media mm-hmm. age. And man, let me tell you, <laughs> bless you. They were, um, I've learned that the fur, the, um, they do furniture. Right. The furniture is a billion dollar, um, game industry, For sure. right? IKEA. I, <laughs> Right. Right. Now, my point is, it doesn't matter which industry you're in, right? Because now with the social media, with Twitter and everything, there's a community out there there that you can dive in. And that goes back to the tribe concept, right? Like you got to find your tribe. You got to find your tribe. You got to find a tribe. You're right. Because again, all these people went around. Now they're whole hashtags waiting for you. Yeah. The whole hashtag thing, that's fairly new. But that helps a tremendous so much, so much. But see now, okay, I'll tell you this. Mm. Go, go. What not to do? Yes, is over hashtag. Mm. And I, I know all the social media managers will feel me on this. Is when you tell your client don't over hashtag. They tell you like ten or whatever. Right. Okay. Nowadays, n- nowadays. You just have to just be original and true to and your consistent. content. And yeah. consistent. Consistent is very important depending on how, uh, how where's your stand on what you're trying yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing now, which which I think it's so dope. Um, like 
I remember in the hyphy movement, there used to be a lot of um, um, panels, mm-hmm. right? There used to be yeah, a lot yeah. of panels. In the, in the Bay Area, right? You know, mm-hmm. we, we rep in the West Coast, yeah, the Bay Area. Yeah, all day. The tech, the land of the tech, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the land of all of the, the everything is going the up. Valley. Everyone's leaving, but yep. we got to try to find some way where we can all thrive. Thrive right. and don't have to leave the Bay Area. Right. You know what I mean? It hurts my heart when people leave it's the tough, Bay. It's tough, man. It's I'm tough. like, damn. But, <clears throat> but you know what I mean? But we have to... Um, I, like I said, back uh, when during the high fee era, um, there was a lot of places where people can network. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People can build. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't. There was a time it kind of slowed down. Yeah. Now I see it a lot more now because I notice a lot of these tech companies are um, they're they're reaching out to these communities. They're, they're reaching out That's to true. the promoter. They're reaching out to the podcast. Right? Yep. Podcast is up and down Silicon Valley. Yep. But everyone is people. Like from that from Hollywood, right? They had yep. that show on Bravo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, yeah. Where, exactly. where they're where they're mix and matching. Yeah. But being on the independent level, more I'm seeing more people going back to that. They're helping each other podcasts. All these podcasts are nothing but exciting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Good stuff. Because not only that, it's it's allowing a a, a platform for people, but cats are making money. At hey, the dude. end of the day, people are making money. Yeah, bro. And that's why we got to keep it going. And that's why you on Bishop Chronicles now, so people can give us Man. money. You heard me? Uh, you, you pay your taxes and you make your money. That's hey, right. That's what they, that, they, that's what it is, right? That's what it is. You know what I mean? So, so there's plenty of room, but it's not, you know, at, you, at the back of your mind, everything you see, you see these podcasts, you see people, is. It, there's a backstory to it. Always, They man. didn't get there by accident. By accident, there is yeah. no fly. There is fly by night. Yeah, but 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 you can also fall by night. You know oh, what wow. I mean? It's exactly. true, right? That, you know what I'm saying that part. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, man, listen, I gotta have you back on right on. soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. How can people get at you online, player? Yeah, all you have to do, and I've been saying it the same word, Doctor Post a lot. D R P O S T. A L O T, Doctor Postlight, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, whatever you know. Yep. What I mean, Doctor Postlight, man, this is this is the dude. I appreciate you for coming out. This this is like, you know, we've been we've been cool and chopping for so many years, but 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 timing. we never get to hang, and so this was good to timing hang, is man. Important. I, that's you know, a gem, dude. for real, timing. dude. So I remember um, when um, before we go, I remember um, one of the things that I learned uh, with, that Sean Price say mm. is always be on time. Deep. That's deep. It's so Sean simple. P. Yeah. Sean, P. Right. P for real, man. You know Sean lives on. Be on time is yo, very important. That's real. That's real. Yeah. So, man, uh, yo, if you're listening, follow at Dr. Post a lot. You're going to learn a lot, see a lot. And, uh, you know, we're going to be having more tech conversations on Bishop Chronicles because, you know, it's the West Coast, it's the Bay, it's the Valley, it's all of that. So, I got to make sure that you understand the history and culture of this technology that you're putting your culture into. You know what I mean? Hey, so, uh, no, it's real, man. So we're going we gonna to have uh, Dr. Postalot come back soon. Uh, Bishop Chronicles, FarsideTV.com, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's West Coast for life all day forever. Peace. Teacher, what star is that? You are now listening to the...